good afternoon, anybody that is tuning in to the McCraw podcast. Obviously, I'm Levi Golden, and obviously, we're joined with Brother AJ Holloway. Yo, yo. How are you doing, Brother AJ? Doing very well, man. This good. Been a dream in the in the making right here, so I'm excited about it. Exactly. And let's start with that right there, how this is a dream. Um, I do want to start off by saying, what was it, a year ago or something that I called you or texted you and was, I felt God impressed on my heart, hey, um, you need to team up with someone and help uh, just put a Bible project out there, if it's a Bible study, if it's a podcast, whatever it is. But um, my talents and my uh, my giftings, I believe, is more administrative um, and creative. Um, but as many people know that know Brother A.J. Holloway, uh, we know his giftings, um, very knowledgeable in the Bible. So I texted Brother A.J. and um, said, I feel like God's put on my heart to maybe help you or us team together to put out some sort of Bible project to where we can help um, just help people learn the Bible or maybe get a different perspective yeah. of the Bible. And so uh, it's been quite a journey, I guess, to get to this point. But we're here and we're starting this and we're just excited for anybody that's tuning in or joining our community. Yeah. Yeah, it was uh, it's really neat because two years before you approached me, I was in prayer and um, God dealt with me and told me, he said, I just was honest with God. I said, look, I don't want to do the media side. I don't, I don't even want to be on social media if I can help it. I don't want to do the design and all that stuff. I enjoy all of that, but I really wanted to focus on the biblical stuff. And God spoke to me like almost three years ago and he was like, I'm sending someone to you. And so when, when you reached out to me, my, when I picked my jaw up off the floor, I was like, bro, I've been waiting on this. And so it's, it's just, amazing how God knew it was all going to work out and uh, you confirmed it and here we are doing it it's, it's going now it's happening yeah absolutely and so um, we've kicked off obviously if anybody's listening to this or, or watching this we've kicked off our Instagram page our Facebook page and our YouTube page um, and and we're getting it off the ground uh, we're both very very busy but we do have a passion for this and so we're yeah. going to put out content um, that you know you'll you'll just pay attention to the social feed that we put out content as we grow this uh platform and grow um our community um but today's podcast really is just why the name why did we come up with this name and and where does it even come from um yeah. i've had a lot of people reach out to me and said i love the idea but tell me more about uh mccraw or we'll let brother aj say the correct terms uh, uh. the correct way of saying that um but uh, can you just let's let's go into that. That's what today's whole podcast is, is why the name and uh, kind of the vision behind what we're putting together. Yeah. So the way you said it's fine, man. You know, we're not ancient Jewish people here. It is a Hebrew word for anybody who's curious. And um, if a Jew were on this podcast, they would call it Mikra. Mikra. You got to get that, that <laughs> tongue roll. But if you're from North Louisiana and you say Mikra, it's okay. Yeah, <laughs> it's exactly. Gonna, it's going to be all right. <laughs> exactly. Um, but no, the reason for the name is uh, it gets worse when you know the English word that that Hebrew word is. Yeah. It's convocation, which 
realize many people won't know what convocation is either, and that's all right because I didn't. But um, at its core, it really it, it comes from the word uh, mikra because it means recital or dress rehearsal. Um, and when they instituted this word is when God told Moses about the seven feasts of Israel. And fun fact, it's just because it's called feast, it didn't all gather together and eat. It wasn't, it wasn't what that was. It was a coming together to celebrate uh, these festivals throughout the Jewish year. And when they did, God told them these uh, appointed feast shall be a holy convocation for you or a um, Kodesh Mikra. So it's a recital is what it is. It's, it's movie night. <laughs> so when they would all gather together, and that's why the English word convocation, because it means a gathering. So all the Jewish people would gather together on Sabbath at these appointed times of the year, and they would uh, act out something that they didn't realize would actually be very profound later in the future. You know, during Passover, they're, you know, killing the lamb to celebrate, you know, the redemption from Egypt. And, you know, they're not eating any uh, leavened bread, all of those things. And there's so many deep meanings for all of that stuff. But little would they know that in the future, on the very week that they're celebrating all of this, that all they had to do was look out their window and see Jesus hanging from a cross. The big show had come to town, you know, and they'd been reciting this. They'd been practicing this, these recitals for thousands of years. And then Jesus shows up and the big show came to town. And so the reason why we wanted to call this uh, Mikra is because I really want to revive in the minds of modern Christians the, the Bible as a narrative. It's, it's movie night. So during these feasts, the Israelites would all gather to uh, the tabernacle, and a priest would just read the Bible. And for them, that was, you know, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. And it, it, wasn't, it wasn't so religious to them i mean it was it was quite entertaining i mean they would they would come every weekend and they would hear the bible being read and that's that's their netflix that's their amazon prime that's their you know media that's they didn't go through a scroll i mean little little kids would be like man what's going to happen to moses this week what's what's going to happen to abraham you know what what about isaac does he get the girl you know that was their movie night and so they see things when they read their bible that we don't see because um, we pick up the Bible and we're just hardwired to see a list of rules or a theology. Now those are in there. I don't, I'm not trying to kick against that. that. That's all in the book, but you see them much clearer when you sit down prepared to watch a movie. And so the whole big push of this project is to revive the Bible as narrative because over 47% of your Bible is narrative. 27% is poetry about the narrative and the rest are letters about the narrative. So I believe that God really wants us to sit down and be entertained by this book. He wants us to approach it and it replace our media. He's really expecting us. And Paul is really expecting this. He's Paul is assuming we've read our Bibles very, very much. That's a grand assumption Paul has made. And so when you read a lot of Paul's letters, he's assuming you've watched the movie because he's dropping movie quote after movie quote after movie quote. And if we haven't seen the movie, then we're, we're not in the conversation with Paul. And so we miss Paul's entire theology. So my burden is watch the movie. You'll get the theology. Don't look for theology because you'll miss the movie. 
And that's really, really the bedrock of all of this. Yeah, that's... So I want to break this down really quick. So Macraw was when when the Jewish culture they would come together right in a house right. and it was it was study time or or and and what you phrased it so well was almost their Netflix their entertainment their movie night Definitely. was them coming together and it was it was a joy it was an excitement it was um we can't wait to see what's about to happen in the next episode yeah like how we binge how we get so excited about the next episode or the next season of a show that's about to come out. We texting our friends. We're calling our friends. Hey, did you see that uh, that that vlog that was put out today? He he. This individual put out a new vlog. Did you go see it? It was there was an excitement around the Bible, For and sure. in, in today's culture, our excitement is built around YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Netflix, whatever is our entertainment, but. There's a there's a deep calling for and what we're trying to do is for us maybe I don't maybe maybe this is not the right way to say it, but to to build excitement back around the Bible. That, yes. that we're supposed to the, the grand assumption, like you said, was Paul was expecting us to know what happened in episode one, two, and three. So when he's dropping a quote in episode six and seven, he's expecting us to have already seen that show. And yes. so uh that's that's basically McCraw, right? Is 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 the convocation coming back together and 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 what we're trying to do is teach Bible studies, I guess. Yeah, and uh, I use this a lot. Um, I want to re re Bible. I want to revive the beauty of the Bible. Uh, I really I don't think there's anything as entertaining out there in my own personal study. And I, I really am convinced of this, that I believe everybody will have the same opinion as me if they know how to watch the movie. And I, I want to stay around that, um, that model of, of movie, treat the Bible as a movie based on absolute facts. But the reason why I want to stay around that is because um, you really you start seeing things a lot better. But we also have to recognize, you know, if you've ever watched a movie or anything like that, and it's about a topic that you know nothing about, you're lost. You're you're kind of getting the scenes and you're enjoying the CG, but you don't really know what you're watching, so to speak. Um, the thing is, is the Bible's like that, and the Bible's not easy to read, and we're just going to have to settle that at the beginning. It gets much easier when you know how to read it. And so that's the other uh, element of Mikra is I don't I don't have time to tell everybody um, I don't I don't want to say I don't have time I don't really want to tell anybody what the Bible says because I don't feel like that gets I don't want to quote Jesus here he talks about the word being seed being sown in that seed when it takes root I mean there's nothing going to move it but if that seed never takes root the birds of the air will come and pluck it up it'll dry up in the sun because it never took root. I really, I really believe that if I just tell everyone what it says and they just take my word for it, they're going to have very shallow root system. But if I can tell you how to read the Bible and you go see what it says for yourself, then you'll be convinced of it as well. And so that's one of the aims of this. And so the podcast, when you and I talked about this, we wanted to treat it kind of like the director's cut. And we realized not everybody's going to listen to the podcast. That's that may be, you know, something that's too intense. But, you know, if you've ever 
listen to the director's commentary, not everybody wants to know why there was a red balloon in that particular scene of a movie. <laughs> yeah. You know, not everybody's concerned about that, but I'm the kind of guy like, I want to know why there's a red balloon. There's got to be a reason. And when you hear the director's reason for putting a red balloon there, your mind is just blown. You're like, oh my God, that's so brilliant. But the Bible does the same thing. So not everybody's going to learn Hebrew. And I don't believe everybody has to learn Hebrew. I don't believe, I don't believe that. I do believe everyone needs to really work at understanding this ancient book called the Bible. And it's not a simple book to read. And it's not written to you. You know, it's written for you, but to know what it says for you, you need to read and study what it said to them. And that's not an easy task. So I want to come alongside someone and really just give the the commentary on it. And so I will say this with great humility. Treat it as such. You know, don't take my word for anything. Treat it as commentary. That's what commentary is. It's a an interpretation of the text, and I'm not telling you to take our word for this if you're listening. But my studies and digging into the Hebrew and the Greek and the culture has really nailed down a lot of things for me when I really needed it to be nailed down. And I am, I don't say this arrogantly. I say this because of the word of God, I'm not going to be moved. And I really want everybody to have that certainty in their faith and it can only come from the word of God. And so this director's cut, so to speak is, We'll talk about other topics in future podcasts, but we'll point out when you really start digging in and you see why they used that word in that particular scene, it just, it nails it down. And you're just like, oh my goodness, this author of the Bible, God, he knew what he was doing and he knew what he was talking about. He's, he's nailing this stuff down. And so that's what this podcast will be. And on a level, I guess, above that, maybe not, maybe not above that, but a, a different level. I think the podcast will be the deepest level of this, the most intense and demanding of people. It'll demand the most from them intellectually. But beyond that or below that or however you're looking at it will be the actual Bible studies that we're going to eventually start putting out. Um, it's, it's watching the movie without the director's commentary. And then we would like to get into YouTube in the future where we're putting out just short videos on a, on a Hebrew word or something like that. And that'll be the trailer to the movie. And there's going to be different levels of approachability to the Bible is our ultimate goal with this. And we're starting with the podcast and, um, really excited about it. And I really believe it'll, it'll bring some value to someone's study time. Yeah. And so I want to go back really quick. Um, that's kind of the big, the, especially I'm a youth pastor. So the big thing is, I tell our students a lot of times, you know, you come in on a Wednesday and a Sunday and you touched on this. Don't just we don't want you just to come and listen to the word and just believe us. But we want you to fall in love with the word of God. Um, and so the this podcast and what we're trying to do is is build that culture where it's exciting to just dig deep into the word of God. Um, so. I guess my, one of my question is how can, how can we, how, I guess the format that we're trying to do is to get people to fall in love with the word of God. Um, but as a student, maybe listening to this, um, you said this and we put this out on our Instagram, the Bible was not written to you, but it was written, uh, it was not written to you. It was written to an ancient audience, um, but it was written for you. So we have to know what it says for us 
or to know what it says for us, then we must be diligent to study what it says to them. Yeah. I think oftentimes when we're reading the Word of God, it's like it can be confusing because we didn't live at that time. We didn't live at that culture. We didn't live in that culture. Um, can you just touch on that really quick and dive into that? Is that um, falling in love with falling in love with the Word of God? Um, we almost have to change our perspective on how we're reading the Bible. Yeah, definitely. Um, I uh, teach this and. There's a great book, if, if anybody's interested in buying it, it's called Grasping God's Word. Um, there's four editions. The fourth edition is really good. But he makes the example of a um, their town. You know, there's their town is uh, the original audience that this particular book, whatever book it may be in the Bible, was written to. So we have to travel to their town to really know what was said because it was that that book of the Bible was written to them in their town. And we have to get somehow from our town to their town. Well, there's a huge river between us and them. And that river is wide in some areas and it's really narrow in other areas. And you'll, you'll know that jumping over the river into their town is pretty easy in some passages. You know, you can just read it, see what it says and hop the river and go right to their town. And it doesn't demand a lot of study from you as far as, you know, um, biblical studies in languages and cultures and all that. But sometimes the river is miles wide and trying to jump into it. You just land right in the middle of the ocean and you're lost as all get out. And so you, you do the dangerous task of interpreting the passage based on how it makes you feel. And that is a faulty interpretation. You need to know how it made them feel. And then you can determine what it says to you. So we have to cross this bridge the, I want you to imagine the river being filled with different languages. That's what elevates the water to a certain amount of feet. And then it gets deeper with their culture. It gets deeper with their time in history. And then if you're reading in the, I don't like the word old or the phrase Old Testament. I prefer First Testament. But if you go to the, the First Testament and you're reading the book of Samuel, the, the river's getting deeper because they're in an Old Covenant the covenant that we're living in is different. We have Jesus. They didn't. So to cross from our town to their town and to get over that, that river that is deep with culture and languages, time and covenant, then we need to build a bridge. And that bridge is, uh, if we had to name the bridge, we would call it the principle. What is the principle of this passage and how does that apply to me? Once we grasp the principle by analyzing all of those things I just mentioned in the river, then we can bring the principle back to our town and we can pre preach the principle. And I'll give an example of that because it's kind of wordy. Um, we can read about Gideon in Judges and we can just kind of be like, okay, the theology is that whenever I need to know the will of God, I need to take a fleece out in my backyard and I'll ask God what I need. And if dew is on the fleece and not the ground, then that's the will of God. Well, you're not Gideon, you know. <laughs> And if that is the standard, then that should happen everywhere in the Bible, but it doesn't. So you just jumped from your town trying to get to his town and you landed in the river and now you're drowning in an entire world that you're, is foreign to you and you don't know how to swim in it. So you got to swim back to your town and take a different approach. You got to get a boat or a bridge to get across there. And that boat or that bridge is going to be the principle. What is the principle of this passage? And I can go into the principle of it, but I'd rather you go... Go study yeah. it. <laughs> but 
I really am, when you start, I really believe that when you dig into these things and you extract the principle and you bring it to your town and you know how to live out your faith because you extracted the principle, then you're going to fall in love with the Bible and it's going to be a whole different book for you. And those original authors were obsessed with narrative. They're communicating all of these things to us. They weren't. I really, and I can't say this definitively, but I really am really convinced of this. I don't think on their mind was some future audience is going to read this and they're going to grasp my theology. I really, really don't believe they were thinking that way. I really believe those original authors were writing a narrative and telling a story. And they're like, somebody someday is going to watch this movie and see how amazing the story is and be convinced of it. So that just little subtle change in um, motive, you really extract so much more. I, I'll, I'll give a quick example of this. Okay, so we, we've seen the movie of Genesis, and that's a really easy one. When you've seen the first episode, it's going to build, you know. The first episode is, you know, uh, a woman named Eve, which is the Hebrew word chava. It means life. And so, again, the movie's getting better just knowing the language. It's not about woman being an absolute abysmal failure and man is awesome. That's, that's been interpreted that way, you know? Yeah. But that's not what's in the text. The text is showing us that life reached out from the tree and she saw that it was pleasing to the eyes, desirable to make one wise, and she ate. So life is now a looker and a taker. That's the narrative setup. Be careful with life. So what's interesting is that Adam, which is the Hebrew word for human, he goes and listens to the voice of life. And life is like, you got to try this. This is amazing. And he's like, oh, man, you know, life ate it. And life's doing okay. She isn't dead. So let's eat from the hand of life. We'll pause. What's going on in the movie? There's a tree of life, human. Why are you eating from the hand of life? And due to eating from the, he chose a pseudo life. So I'm going to pause on the movie right, right now. We're going to get, I'm going to go another layer deeper to show you. I just kind of want to whet your appetite with how amazing the Bible is when you watch the movie. So let's fast forward to Calvary, okay? Just, just mo or hours before uh, Jesus is going to be crucified, he's standing before Pilate, and they bring, he brings out Barabbas. Well, when we start doing our study and we read in the book of Josephus, we find out that the first name of Barabbas was Jesus. Jesus was not a unique name. It was a very common name in the ancient world. Um, People ask in theology, what Jesus do you trust? Well, the one that died and came back. That's the one you, you can, that one's the real one. Yeah. But Jesus Barabbas, Barabbas is an Aramaic phrase. Uh, you can hear it in the second part of his name, Abbas. Bar Abbas. Bar is the Hebrew word for son. Abbas is father. He's a son of a father. Jesus, son of a father. And Jesus, son of God. And he was like, pick the Jesus you want, and I'll release him. And they cry out, give us, give us the son of a father. Mm. Well, this is Adam and Eve, part two. Wow. This is, this is, we're watching the movie all over again, and the people cry out, give us the, the pseudo Jesus. Give us the, they ate from the hand of life. They picked the wrong life. Mm. Little did they know that Jesus would go hang from the tree and fix all of this stuff. And then be planted in the tomb. And on the third day, which is the day the trees were made, come out of the ground. And he would give us the tree of life back. But to give us life, he had to lay down his life. And the people didn't realize what Jesus was in front of them. So they picked the pseudo life. Showing us, the whole point of that narrative is to show us that 
we're still humans that don't know how to pick the right life. Right. And Jesus laid down his life and now proved to us. He's like, I'm the best option. So now you and I, post-Calvary, man, we can use tremendous wisdom because of this book called the Bible to pick the right life. But we miss all of those little details because we haven't really watched the first movie. You know? Right. But there, there's another great story in uh, Samuel. I believe it's uh, chapter 11. It's about Amnon. You know, Brother Jerry Jones preaches a great message and wrote a book, Amnon Had a Friend. And Amnon's friend convinced him to take his sister, Tamar, and sleep with her. But listen to the, listen to the narrative. So Jews make use of words. When they repeat words, they're connecting us to a former story. It's like this is episode 23. You know the narrative set up because you've seen episode one. The movie's going to keep on progressing. So Amnon saw his sister, that she was desirable to his eyes, and he took her. Well, we've seen the movie. What does that sound like? What's interesting is when you start reading Hebrew, you find out that the, the name Tamar is a Hebrew word for a fruit tree. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Holy cow. And the Bible says that his friend was, um, I can't remember if it was wise or something like that, but his friend is playing the role of a serpent. Amnon is playing the role of a human, and Tamar is the tree. And so the, what's the principle here? It's not just trees, guys. It can be women, too. Yeah. And we humans don't know how to pick what's best for us. So what do we do? Do we just keep on blowing this in the, in the movie? Well, enter the Bible. The Bible teaches us how to pick the right tree. There is the grand overarching summary of the entire Bible. And so if you watch the movie and you collect all of this stuff, you know, we, we make a habit of when we, when we watch stuff, we put ourselves into the story. We often do that. Right. Well, do that in the Bible except put us as the abysmal failure. Stop putting yourself as the hero. That's, that's just kind of like our thing. I want to be the hero. Right. And we often ask ourselves, like, what would I do in that situation if that scene happened to me in real life? What would I do? Well, the Bible knows we're going to ask that. So the Bible is filled with wisdom to teach us how to pick the right tree. It wants us to pass that um, tree test. Well, we found out we couldn't. Only Jesus could. So now we have to pick Jesus to pass our tree test. But you see how the movie just, when you yeah. start looking for the narrative, you really start getting convinced that this, this Bible is the best movie I've ever seen. Right. And, and if you slow down, so, uh, and that's another thing we put out, if, if, uh, if the Bible were a movie, then watch it in slow motion. Yes. Um, oftentimes, and I get stuck in this too, is to, to read the Bible and to mark off check marks. I read, I read this chapter. I read this scripture. I read, I did my daily reading, but that's not how the Bible was intended for no. us to read. We're supposed to, like you, we put out, um, we got to slow down, read the scripture in slow motion. If it was a movie, watch it in slow motion so yeah. you can grasp all these different details. Yeah, I call them Easter eggs. If you watch the Bible in slow-mo, you'll, you'll see the Easter eggs, and you'll see how brilliant the author is. Yeah. Wow. There's a, here's a concept that is foreign to us, and in modern Christianity, we don't like to use this word because it feels, um, it almost feels rebellious, but it's in the Bible. Uh, meditation. Okay, and I'm not talking about going and sitting in a corner and, you know, thinking positive thoughts and becoming a better person. I'm talking about read the text. So if, if honestly, and I want to make this, 
helpful for somebody. If you're reading the Bible and all you have, because you have a, a jam-packed schedule, is an hour in the morning, I will challenge you to read the Bible in that hour. But don't check it off the list. Meditate on what you read all day long. Yeah. Because you'll start to, it's not just like scarfing down the bread of life. You're actually tasting the bread of life and you're analyzing all those flavors. You're, you put the movie on pause throughout your work day, but the last scene that was on your mind, look at all, look at the corner over here on the right. Look at the background. There's, there's going to be a sign back there. And that's what meditation is. It's not just looking at a quick scene and moving on to check it off. But think about that last scene of the, the biblical movie and look off in the corner. Uh, what I used to do when I was um, in my teens when I'd read the Bible is I would read it and I would stop and I would put myself there and I would walk around ancient Israel. And this was God calling me to biblical studies at a young age. And I would walk around and I would try my best in my mind to smell what was in the marketplace. What, you know, if Moses is leading the sheep, you know, and he sees the fire off on his side, what, what did that day look like? And when you start understanding the culture, you can start building the scene in your head. So for me, I've just got one big movie in my head of the Bible. I don't need anything else anymore, bro. The, the Bible, I'm enthralled with it. Like, I cannot get enough of this movie. And I want to I know every movie quote. I just I want to live quoting the Bible. Yeah. Um, so if, if, if someone's listening to this, they're like, they, and, and they get done with our podcast for this first episode. What is something we can do to challenge them um, to start doing between now and the next time we jump on a podcast uh, again? Wh where could they start? Do they should they start in Genesis as like the first episode, or you know, what is something we can challenge them with? Yeah, definitely. I'll give. Uh, I'm going to give two very helpful things here. First, extra biblical. I would recommend, um, depending on your budget, go and buy a Bible dictionary. A Bible dictionary, uh, you can get one for like 24 bucks. So if you can't afford that, there's a lot of good material online. I think it would be good if I can put together maybe a list of things um, to put in show notes for the future. So I apologize for not having that. But a good Bible dictionary will help. The um, and other what, thing, what, what, what I can do, too, is if you give these resources, you can, he can, you can text them to me, and I can put them in, the, in our description and, and yeah. do a resource page um, as awesome. you're talking Thank about you. these for people to go and click and, and get these. Yeah, yeah, and I, I think what I'll do is I'll send you, like, three pricing options. There you go. Yeah, I think that would be good. So get a good Bible dictionary, and we'll recommend other resources, but I don't want to drown you with, with that right now. Where I would start in the Bible, and I, I'm not saying this because it's in the beginning, but I would read and try to make it my focus over the next few months to read Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. The reason why is because those five books was their Bible. When Paul says the word of God is good for you know, correction, for reproof, he's, he's not thinking of his letters when he says that. The Gospels weren't even written yet. Okay? So... We forget that, and there's, that's that river of time. Again, time is part of the depth of the river. Paul is very much, um, he has read the first five books of the Bible. That was their Bible. As time progressed, they started adding uh, wisdom literature. They added the historical books, the book of Kings and Chronicles, 
the prophetic books, and that all became canonized, and it became known uh, when it was added to the first five. So the first, first five, just for help's sake, is the Torah. That's what they would call the Torah, or instruction is what that means. After that, you started getting books added to it, and by the time of Jesus' day, they had compiled a Bible we call the Old Testament. I prefer First Testament, and you'll find out in future episodes. But it was called the Tanakh. So it's an acronym. Torah, Neveim, which is prophets. Ketuvim, that's the Tanakh. Ketuvim just means writings. And so they just combine three words. Torah, Neveim, uh, Ketuvim. Or instruction, prophets, and writings. And so it became known, their Bible was called the Tanakh. And so I would read the first five books and really just get familiar with that movie because the prophets are going to reference the first five books. That's their Bible. The book of Kings is going to reference the first five. That's their Bible. And so once we know that, we're getting into their headspace of what they're talking about. So that's where I would begin, those two resources. Yeah, wow. Um, just, just to kind of sum up anything, and, and unless you have something else you want to dive into, um, to sum up, uh, the, the McCraw, can you, can you, can we go back and kind of describe what we're, what we're doing here in this, this podcast? So the podcast you said is the director's cut. Yeah. Um, and, and you said something to me on, on, on the phone and I can't really remember what you said exactly. Um, but social media is going to be, did you say the trailer almost? Yeah. Social media, YouTube, that'll be the. You know, we'll do in the future, we'll do like word studies on one simple word, give it a good meaning or a theology, and we'll connect the dots. And that'll be a trailer to the movie. It's a really an invitation to watch the greatest movie ever told, and that's the Bible. And then this, think of this as a commentary to the Bible, what we're doing here on the podcast. And so the, they'll have the trailers via YouTube, social media. Then we'll have actual Bible studies that we'll be putting out. And then we'll have this. This will be the most demanding as far as time and mental energy will be the podcast. Yeah. Well, um, I, I do hope everyone that is uh, uh, listening to this podcast enjoys this. And if, if you would do something for us, if you would share, like, um, and subscribe to any of our outlets, that would be amazing. Because at this point, um, we're just trying to get a community built together as we're all trying to fall in love with the Word of God as, as this culture and this world is trying to bombard us with entertainment and distractions and stuff. Um, me and uh, Brother AJ are kind of on a journey to kick against that and say, you know what, no, 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 the greatest entertainment, the greatest movie, and the greatest um, uh, resource that we have is the Word of God. And so it is our journey and our, our heartbeat and our desire is that we build a community that falls in love with the Word of God. And um, I know that is Brother AJ's passion, and so I'm here to help yeah. him. And, and he's, he's, he's a—God has blessed him tremendously with just his knowledge and his work ethic with learning the Word of God and seeing it in a different perspective. So— I know there's a ton of people out there that uh, love your ministry um, and is amazed by what God has done through your ministry. But uh, now it's kind of our turn to help uh, our listeners and our community fall in love with the Word of God and maybe see it in a different perspective. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll say this last thing, and however you want to close it out, I don't think that we've ever been more set up as a 
generation to understand the Bible than now. And that's what I'm excited about is helping someone see that your narrative-based brain, because of the culture you've been in, has set you up perfectly to understand the greatest book ever written. And I, I just want to help someone realize that because I, I do know the Bible is very um, intimidating when you approach it. And I want to encourage you and let you know that your brain has been trained since you were a child. And I believe God knew that for the last hours. Same way when he decided to show up in his earthly ministry, Rome had already built a road. And he was able to send his disciples out on that highway that Rome built to evangelize. In the common language at that time was Greek. God picked the perfect time in history to send out his disciples. And he chose that time. And so I believe in this last hour, I've been feeling a burden for this, that God has set us up to understand his Bible better than ever before through narration. And so that's what I want to help people realize is that when you start approaching this Bible as a movie, you'll start seeing the greatest story unfold. And you have been prepared for this your whole life. And this is the hour. This is the hour to be uh, convinced of the word of God. And that's really, I want to encourage somebody with that, that you can understand your Bible with a little bit of work and repatterning of your brain. Yeah. Well, thank you. Um, I know you're super busy, Brother AJ, but um, we're just excited that me and Brother AJ are excited. We can team up together and build yes. this out. And I will say this for anybody that is excited about this, uh, be patient with us. We're both busy, but we're working as hard as we can to get content out and to put these out. Um, but this is going to be a fun ride for both of us, and yeah. it's a blessing. And we're just excited that we're able to uh, help individuals. It's our time to give back. Um, now, you said something really quick. I'm going to close this out. Uh, you said something in a text message to me about, because I, I know how busy Brother AJ is. Um, I, I didn't want to, I didn't want this to be um, a, a, a burden for us to just put out content, but we wanted this to be a joy. And, and you said something amazing. And I, I, I can't remember exactly what you said. Do you remember what you said? Was it about, um, it's our job to equip the saints? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So right now, that's what we're doing. We're teaming up. We feel like it's um, it's our time and our job to help equip the saints. And, and our hope is not just us, but as we're doing this, you're equipping other saints as well. You're becoming a disciple, um, and you're finding joy in this uh this Bible project that we're putting together, but it also emboldens you. It empowers you to go and teach a Bible study and maybe have your own McCraw moment in your home where you are sitting with people yeah, and you're excited with your small group or whatever it is to go and see the next episode and to watch the greatest movie ever told, which is the Bible. Yeah. And I want to say this, if any pastors are listening, just from an ethical standpoint, what our objective is, anyone listening to this, we understand them sitting in a congregation, um, any person sitting in the congregation, they're hearing you preach something you've studied all week, and it's episode 84 could be, because you're reading from Samuel. What we want to do is come alongside you, and they've seen episodes 1 through 83, so they're tracking right with you in the sermon because I know I've been there before if I when I was younger I heard preaching and I'm like I would follow along until a certain point when they would get to a scripture I'm like yeah I don't know that I don't know that episode and then I got lost from the rest of the the thing the rest of the sermon 
And so I really want to edify the entire body and not work against local leadership. That's absolutely definitely not our intention. Uh, and if we, I have to stay meek before the Lord, if that ends up happening, it's, we apologize in advance. That's not our intention. We want to come alongside and help equip and definitely not work against. So that's why I don't want to tell anybody what the Bible says. I'd yeah. rather just tell people how to read the Bible. And then when you see it and it's contrary, then go talk to your pastor. Don't, don't, yeah, don't ask don't, us. Don't listen to two guys <laughs> on a podcast, right? Right. Your right. pastor, just, your pastor knows you, your culture, your congregation, and knows the spiritual warfare going on in your city. So listen yeah. to your pastor. But uh, exactly like what you said, our objective is to help people read the Bible in a different way and see it in a different way. Um, but yeah, we're, I'm glad you clarified that. Um, is any parting words that you want to say before we end it? No, just um, start now. Uh, start watching the movie, and if there's anything you can dig up, historical or cultural, those dictionaries will will definitely help. And um, start watching the movie now, man. Get it, get a jump start on it. You know, binge it, binge yeah. it. Put everything else on pause and watch this great movie. And it's gonna be confusing at first, but I promise it'll get better and better. It's it is the greatest movie ever produced, and. I can't wait to hear what people say. Um, you know, if you want to post something that you're seeing in the Bible and tag us in it, I would love to hear. I think there's something valuable about the body of Christ seeing things, and we learn from each other as well. So we'd love to see that happen. Yes, sir. That is a great idea. If you're reading the Word of God and you see a scripture or something that jumps out to you to where you slowed down and you saw where it parallel with something else in the Bible, go ahead and post it. Post scriptures, tag us in, and we'll repost it. And we'll, again, we're just building a community together. We want to be the McCraw community where we just grow together in the Word of God. And, yeah. um, um, but again, thank you so much for listening to our first episode, our first podcast episode. And um, we plan on putting out, obviously, more content in the coming weeks. Um, but be patient with us. We're going to put out as much content as we can, as, as much as the Lord allows us and, and, and kind of puts it on our heart to put out content. We're going to listen to Him yeah. and uh, work together to bring content out, but also help build a community. Um, but again, it is an honor. Thank you so much for tuning in. And I, I will say this. Thank you so much for the amazing feedback from all of our friends and family. Um, we're just kind of blown away by the the, the, the amount of followers we got um, in such a short time and, and the positive feedback that we got from a lot of people. So we do appreciate you tuning in and we hope to grow this uh, together. Yes. Thank y'all. I'm very, very humbled. And um, I love Levi. I'm thankful he's partnered on this as well. It helps me out a ton because <laughs> frees me up to do what I'm passionate about. And so I'm very, very thankful for him. So y'all show him some love. And uh, obviously he's infinitely talented. And if you like the logo, that's all him. Man. It's so <laughs> good. On. I love it. So yeah, yeah. thank you, and, bro. And speaking of the logo, we went with we had a, we had a different color scheme, color palette going on. But just behind the scenes, director's cut, if you want to say, we chose the olive green, the green, because that is both of our favorite color. That's the um, will of God. So yeah, that is the will of God. But again, thank you so much for watching. We're both listening. wearing green. And we're both wearing it. green. We're both wearing green. <laughs> our phone cases are green. I know we, we yeah. So we 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 love yeah. olive green. That is the weird. Uh, that is the will of God. It is the will of God. Anybody has had me preach at their church, you know, I'm always <laughs> got something green. So, yeah, there it is. There it and, is. Uh, 
you yep. don't like it, we're sorry. <laughs> you don't like it. Yeah, we're sorry. Um, but again, thank you so much for listening, watching. Yep. Um, please like this, share this, uh, all the avenues. But again, thank you for listening to this first episode of the McCraw podcast. And we plan on putting out content very, very soon. Sneak peek. Let's do this. Okay. And we're going to close right here. Okay. I think what I, what I would like to do is um, tackle a series starting in the next episode on basically the origin of Mikra as it revolves around the festivals building up to the movie of Jesus. I think that would be just a good series of discussions and you can really nail down a lot of theologies through that. And so just for, um, for you to know what's going to be coming in the next episode, we're going to discuss those seven feasts of Israel, um, the times of the year where they all came together and watched the movie. So be looking out for that and kind of get your minds ready. So if you want to go ahead and read the Bible up through Leviticus, you'll be right there with us. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much. And we'll see you on the next podcast. All right, guys. Y'all go read your Bibles. <laughs>